Cummings is culture, and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back with a new episode. We're live right now. We're live right now. You may be listening to this on a recording. Uh, you may be listening to the recorded version of this show, or you might even join us live right now. Uh, we're, of course, live right now through the Podbean app, and um, what we're doing right now, ladies and gentlemen, is we're... We're, we're just excited to be back. I mean, my God, it's been a week for Cummings' this culture. And I know, listen, the shows haven't been the last couple of, you know, days. I've just, I've, I've recorded some stuff, and I was just like, man, I just don't feel like putting it out there. But, you know, there, there's some lost episodes for anybody wondering. Um, but, uh. There, there's some lost episodes of Cummings' culture that I may release eventually, but or may not. You never know. But Cummings' culture is so excited uh, to be back. And uh, you know, the 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 world that's, that that surrounds us right now is a very very scary place, ladies and gentlemen, and I know it. Um, if you live in the state of Alabama, if you live in the state of Tennessee, especially in the northern in the northern corner of Alabama, um, where especially where I live, uh, we are not that far away from Memphis or Nashville or anything like that. Um, but uh, what what's going on right now um, is that there has been a bomb attack um, against uh, they they claimed AT and T and cellular communications has been pretty much wiped out um, across several states now that we're finding out. Um, you, of course, you heard of this yesterday. The cell phones went down. People started freaking out. Of course, this morning, you cannot even use a credit card. We went from progressing towards a cashless society uh, in my area to a cash-only society because you cannot use credit cards or debit cards this morning in tons and tons of places. But um, I think there's only three businesses in the entire town that is actually accepting uh, a credit or debit this morning because they have a different internet provider, just like Cummings' culture has a different internet provider. And that's the way we are uh, able to come to you right now. Uh, but uh, something happened this week, um, as a lot of you that, that follow on the social media platforms that we are on. My grandpa was very sick, and um, there were some people that were thinking he wasn't going to make it, and a lot of you did check in on him, and a lot of you did, you know, uh, give thoughts and prayers for him, and we appreciate that. I really do, but uh, here, here here's the kicker. Um, and I know a lot of people don't, you know, like saying, you know, oh, well, you, you know, you're, 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 you're podcasting or you're radio casting or whatever you want to call it. Um, a lot of people say, well, you shouldn't say stuff like that. Well, this is my show and it's my opinions. And if you don't like it, then don't listen. But God brought my grandpa home for Christmas and, um, he, uh, he came home for Christmas, and we had a wonderful Christmas. The video's out there. It's on the Cummings' is Culture Facebook page. It's on the Twitter page. It's on uh, TikTok. Um, the, the the actual video's out there of when he came in the house, and my little girl ran to him. It's, 
uh, I, I, I put on my personal Facebook page, not, not the coming just culture page, but you know, I put a tearjerker alert on it, but he got to come home for Christmas and I appreciate everybody. I, pr- I really do. He came on Christmas Eve and I appreciate everybody for, uh, calling, checking on him, uh, praying for us, praying for him. And I know he would tell you the exact same thing that he appreciates it so much also. And I do too. Um, it was wonderful to see him come home. He still feels, he feels great. Um, he hasn't been eating much over the past couple of months. He hasn't been eating that much at all. But, uh, yesterday we had Christmas dinner. Um, and he ate more yesterday than I've seen him eating in probably a year now. So, um, he's feeling great. Uh, he looks great. if, you know, if you, of course, if you went and asked him, he would tell you that, uh, you know, he always looks good because, you know, that's just the way he is. That's where I, you know, people wonder where I get it from, but, um, he, uh, he, he, he looks great. He sounds great. He couldn't talk a week ago. He, he was winded and he couldn't do anything, but now this week, man, he gets up, he does whatever he wants to do. Um, he does have a, uh, chest tube. Uh, to help drain fluid, but, um, you know, that eventually will be taken out. And uh, I just, uh, you know, pe- people get mad at me for, you know, saying stuff like this, but hey, man, you know, when, when, when you see somebody and they're in that shape, and I never lost faith that he was going to come home. Uh, but, I mean, who do you give glory to? Do you give it to doctors? Of course not, because we're only as smart as our creator lets us be. And, um, so you got to give thanks to God for it. And I do, I give thanks to God for bringing him home for Christmas, uh, for letting him live, letting him see another Christmas. And it was wonderful. It was great. Uh, 2020 has been a terrible year. It really hit us hard in the past week, two weeks. It really, it, it, 2020 has really hit my family hard in the past two weeks. You know, it was right here at the end and we were thinking that, uh, that's right, Eric, letting him see the new year. Um, we, we really thought that, you know, we, we were gonna, I, I was starting to think, you know, I, I see all these people, uh, there were some people that were close to us that died, but, um, they were, you know, distant relatives and, you know, as far as us as a family, uh, a very close knit family, 2020 had not hit us that hard, but it hit us pretty hard in the past two weeks. Uh, there's another story that came out in my family that, you know, I'm not going to talk about on the air because I don't think they want me to but i'm not going to talk about it so but you know it's hit us 2020 has hit us really hard the past couple of weeks and um you know but we survived and uh that's one of the things man we we're all gonna survive we're gonna survive we're gonna get through it we're gonna get through this together uh we've got to we've got to we don't have a choice we can't lay down we can't quit uh, no matter how bad that, that, that you want to sometimes, if you lay down and quit, you're not doing your best. So, uh, he, uh, uh, he, he made it, uh, we're all going to make it. Um, no matter what this world throws at us, uh, I have a renewed faith. If anybody wants to know, just being honest here, I have a renewed faith, um, and when I say, when I say my faith is renewed, like I've seen, uh, 
I just talk about it openly a little bit. I've seen God be faithful to me and to my family so much over the past couple of weeks that, you know, I, I really do. I have a, it, it, it's like, uh, it's like a breath of fresh air to you when, when, when you think that it's all going to come crashing down and, uh, and then, you know, I never doubted that he was going to come home. And then we get this other news that I can't talk about. And, uh, it seems like the whole world's against you, but then you look back and you've got this faith in this man. Let me tell you something. I'm not preaching. Let me, I'm not telling anybody how to live their life. I'm not preaching to you. I'm just telling you my personal experience. I've never gone wrong with face of, uh, with putting my faith in God. I've never gone wrong with putting my faith in God. And the reason is, is because he's the creator. Uh, God is a spirit for anyone who doesn't know. The Bible tells you that, that God is a spirit. So he's everywhere. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. Uh, nothing surprises God. So God knew what we were, we were about to go through and he was there to help us. And, um, he could be there to help you and your family too. All you got to do is put, put your, uh, put your faith and trust in him. And, uh, you know, because he loves you. He, he really does. God loves us all. And we've got to stop this fighting and bickering and saying you're wrong and you're wrong. And I hate you and I hate you. And, uh, let's kill this and let's kill that because, you know, that's not, that's not the way, you know, like the Mandalorian says, you know, this is the way, <laughs> this is not the way. Um, this is not the way, but we seen, uh, <laughs> Tony in the chat says I am preaching. I'm not trying to, but, um, we've seen this, uh, Christmas day, there was a bombing in Nashville and it has wiped out communications across the South. And, um, I appreciate that, Tony. Um, it's wiped out communications across the South, and uh, a lot of people are saying that this is a conspiracy. And last night, there were reports, early this morning, there were reports that Adam Schiff was arrested and charged with some crimes or something. And, you know, they're saying, oh, that's fake news. And there's people that saying, oh, you got to call Twitter safety. Uh, well, I just seen somebody driving down the street and didn't use their blinker when they when they turned. So should I call, should I uh, should should I call Twitter safety for that? But I digress. Um, there was a, there, there's some people that claiming that the uh, bombing in Nashville was a um, was a conspiracy. Um, of course, right now the FBI has not released any information on who did it that I'm aware of right now at this moment. I know there is going to be a press conference here in about 30 minutes um, because I seen on the FBI Memphis page that there was going to be a press conference with the FBI who, who are investigating the bombing in Nashville. And of course, you know, I don't live that far from Nashville. Um, we actually went to Nashville this past January before COVID started. And uh, we were actually near where that bomb went off at, at, you know, at some point. I mean, we went in there now, but we actually went to Nashville and we, you know, I, I know where it went off at. Like, I've been there is what I'm trying to say. And um, uh, when we went to, um, you know, it's just like it, it's one of those weird little places 
where um yeah hopefully next week we'll try to call mcconnell and pelosi um yeah mo brooks and tommy tuberville uh yeah i'm gonna talk about that in just a minute eric um but the um for those people who are not who are listening on this recording eric's in the chat right now eric brings up stuff for me to talk about and uh eric does a really good job he promotes everybody's shows um and uh he does it out of the goodness of his heart and uh he kind of quasi produces everybody's show uh because he just you know he, he he's a really good person and, and and he helps out a lot and we really appreciate mr eric kirk everybody so uh, just wanted to throw that out there while I was, um, uh, yeah, he's very passionate. Yeah. He's very passionate about, uh, about getting the, the, the truth out to everybody. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. And, um, but you know, I, I, I've been to the place where the bomb went off and, um, it's just pretty much a, you know, just a residential area. I mean, it's nothing. I mean, there's a couple of office buildings there, but there's nothing really special um, about the um, about the place that where it happened. Of course, there was a warning being given out from the truck or the RV stating, you know, get away from this. So pe some people are saying that it was there to draw police in. So police would, you know, be, you know, present when the actual explosion went off because they were trying to say that they were trying to target police. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I don't have any evidence right now. I don't, uh, I don't have anything other than what you have. I don't have any inside information to talk about. Um, I'm, I'm just like you. We can only talk about the facts of what we do know. And it's not much. The FBI is not releasing any, uh, not much, if any information about this bombing. Um, but it has wiped out communications across the South. And, um, some people are tying it to the election and saying that, you know, this was because of election fraud. They're trying to, uh, they're, they're trying to wipe out communications in Georgia where the special election is going on. And, um, uh, there, there, there's some people that are saying, oh, it was Republicans that did it. Everybody's just pointing fingers right now. And, um, I don't believe anyone really knows anything besides the FBI. And so I'm not going to speculate, but last this morning, there were reports that Adam Schiff had been arrested. And when they reported that Adam Schiff had been arrested, they, uh, yeah, you saw the TikTok video in question. Uh, yeah, they, they, they were, yeah, allegedly. Um, but they were saying that Adam Schiff had been, been arrested and allegedly arrested. And they were saying that he had been charged with, what were they even saying he was charged with like high crimes and treason or something like that? Well, anyway, um, they're saying it's not true. It, you know, it's not true. And I haven't seen any information that it is true. Um, so I started doing a little digging into it because that's just who I am. And, um, I actually went to Adam Schiff's Twitter page and Adam Schiff has not tweeted since, you know, before these allegations came out that he's been arrested. Now, am I saying that Adam Schiff has been arrested? Absolutely. 100% not because I can't, I can't confirm that. 
I haven't had anybody tell me. I haven't had anybody show me a mugshot. I haven't anybody show me a warrant. I, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't believe Adam Schiff has been arrested. But at the same time, I can't tell you, sit here and tell you that he hasn't. I haven't seen him. Has anybody? You know, has anybody seen him this morning? Has he been on any news networks? Has he given any interviews? That he, he's not disputed this. So I mean, I, I don't know. I can't tell you one way or the other. And I'm not trying to create disinformation here for the people. I'm just telling you, I don't know. I don't know if Adam Schiff has been arrested. I can't tell you he has, or I can't tell you he hasn't. Um, because we try to base this whole podcast and this whole radio cast, I guess you call it, on, on facts. I can neither, I was about to say that. Look at Mr. Eric in the chat. I can neither confirm nor deny that Adam Schiff has been, has been arrested. Um, so, I mean, you know, for people to come out and say, oh, it's it's true, he's been arrested. Well, you can't say that. And for people out there saying, oh, see, this bunch of conservative right-wing QAnon bullcrap, that's the stuff we're talking about, Twitter shut him down. Well, you can't say that either because you don't know. You don't know either if he's been arrested or not. I know right now I don't have any cell phone service, and we pay a ridiculous amount. We pay a ridiculous amount of money a month. I can confirm that. I can confirm that we don't have any cell phone service right now because I'm sitting here looking at it. Um, but I, I'm not going to sit here and say that Adam Schiff is is in jail. He's in handcuffs right now. They're getting ready to hang him high at high noon. And, you know, I'm not going to tell you that because it's probably not true. But what I can tell you is I can neither confirm nor deny that Adam Schiff is in jail. I can't. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he is when he may not be, because I'd be lying to you. And I don't want to lie to you, because if I lied to you, you'd never listen to me again. Uh, Eric says he's an AT&T wireless customer and still has his cell phone service. Yeah, see, here's the thing. I, at the, I'm about to actually talk about the, um, the place where I live. Um, um we live in the northwest corner of Alabama. Like, we're northwest as northwest can get. And, um, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're 30 from 10. Our, our county actually borders Mississippi. So, we're, we're, we're 30 from Mississippi, and we're about an hour or so from Tennessee. So, I mean, we're, we're right here in the middle of this thing, and we, we've had no coverage. Um, actually, just being honest with everybody, I got out of my car. I came home for Christmas dinner because my grandma needed something. And my wife was like, hey, we've got it at home. It was butter and a strainer. And um, they needed butter and an extra strainer. So I was like, you know, I, I'll, I'll run home. And my wife's like, just run home and get it. So I, I, I ran home and got it. And when I got out of my car here, I'm just wondering, you know, if something else didn't happen too, because when I even got out of my car here, I heard a, a loud bang. I don't know if it was an explosion, but, um, and something occurred here. And I don't know if it was some idiot dropping a frozen turkey in the hot, in the hot oil, trying to deep fry it, or I don't know what it was, but, um, I know I came into my house, I was getting the stuff and I pulled out my phone because I couldn't find the butter because you know, I'm a man. I could be looking right at something and overlook it. And, um, I was looking at the, I was looking in the refrigerator. I couldn't find the butter. And so I called, I was going to call my wife because she was at my grandparents' house and I go to call my wife and it says, Oh, no signal. And I was like, what in the world is going on here? So 
I finally turn on my Wi-Fi calling and I call her and I, I had to actually call my grandparents' house phone number and I got a hold of her and I was like, hey, did you not pay the cell phone bill? Because I just immediately thought, you know, okay, well, they cut us off on Christmas because she forgot to pay the bill. Instantly blamed her. And she was like, I don't know if I paid it or not. Let me see. So, oh, this guy in the chat said he has service with T-Mobile in Philadelphia. Uh, is everything fine up there? Um, but anyway, so she goes on the app because she's on Wi-Fi and she doesn't pay attention. Yeah, so far. That's good, ma'am. Um, she doesn't pay attention to the she didn't pay attention to the you know to the bars at the top of the phone to see if she even had any cell phone service and um i call you know i'm I'm sitting there and i'm talking to her and she goes oh, i just looked on the app and it says we're paid up to january and i told her i was like we don't have any cell phone service so she just tries to call me on her cell phone doesn't work my grandma and grandpa's cell phones are on our plan and so she gets my grandma's phone it doesn't work uh, my grandpa's phone, of course, she knew it wasn't going to work. And then my sister and everybody. So we, we had no idea. Uh, we knew the explosion occurred in Nashville, but we, we had no idea that it was going to wipe out communications like this. I mean, there are places down here that aren't accepting cards, any cards whatsoever. Like yeah, they're, they're not taking credit or debit. And 911 lines, um, 911 lines are knocked out right now. So, you know, in certain places, if you get out and you know and you try to dial nine one one, it's not working around here, and um, that's one of the that's one of the things that we're dealing with right now. And even you know we live about an hour and eh, hour and a half maybe from Nashville, so um, yeah, that, even down here. And and I saw tweets last night where people in Kentucky were having problems, and of course people over in Mississippi were having problems, and of course here in Alabama. And I didn't know if Georgia was affected or not. And that's why when I got on here today, I was like, oh, Eric's here. So I don't know if Eric, uh, if uh, Georgia is having problems, but we are, we, we are definitely having problems here in the state of Alabama, especially in the Northwestern corner. But uh, we have some family that live further to the South in uh, central Alabama. And apparently my wife told me this morning that they are not actually having any problems down there so they may be on a different server or something i have no idea but um yeah of course at&t did a little bit of a layoff due to covid so that's something that they're not you know really telling people that well we're having to call people back and trying to get manpower back because you know we don't have enough people to uh to fix this thing because I seen earlier that they were trying to bring people in from all over the country to fix this. So, you know, it's, and I don't think it's a tower issue. Um, I believe it's the actual server issue. So I, I, I don't know. Um, I will know more here shortly because like I said earlier at one o'clock central time, um, the FBI is actually going to be doing a press conference. So anybody who's interested there can uh, go over and listen to the FBI's press, press conference at 1 o'clock Central Time, uh, whatever time that is for you. But um, to talk about something else, now anybody who doesn't know, 
I live in a small town in Alabama, um, and our local police department, the Russell Police Department, did something very nice. And you can actually go to the Facebook page. All you have to do is type in Russellville Police Department. And it's uh, Russellville, Alabama. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, I can't be docs because I put it out there. Um, the Russellville Police Department did something very nice this past week. Uh, drivers who were obeying all traffic laws and were not speeding and were using their turn signal signals correctly, um, they actually pulled them over and gave them a $20 gift card. And they did that to a bunch of people. And it was predominantly women. I think every one of them were women. So, you know, but, um, my wife would kill me if I didn't, my wife would be like, how come you didn't tell that they were all women? You know, cause you know, I joke with her all the time because my wife has a heavy foot. She speeds. And I tell her all the time, I was like, dang, you drive just like a woman. So she'd be mad if I didn't, you know, throw it out there that they were all women. I believe, I, I believe every one of them was women, but, um, anyway, they, they pulled them over, gave them a $25 or a $20 gift card. And, um, you know, it was nice. It was a nice little thing they did for the community. I mean, it's COVID year and they posted pictures of them handing out the gift cards. And of course, immediately some Karens get on there and they're like, oh, but they don't have on their mask. First of all, they were taking pictures, so it's fine. Um, and I'm pretty sure they asked these people if they've had any COVID symptoms. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there, so I can't confirm or deny that. But uh, they, they did a nice gesture and some people were being Karens. Well, then you if you actually go into uh, the Facebook post and you click all comments, um. I typically get told about my driving that I, that I like, and it's like, I'm driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> um, I've, I've never seen the movie driving Miss Daisy. Um, but, um, they, they were doing something really nice. They were, you know, do, doing it for the community. And then if you go down into the comments, of course, you're going to see their Karens about the mask and, you know, all that. But then you click all comments. And you're going to see comments of people saying they're racist. They target Hispanics. Because they don't have a driver's license and they can't get insurance. And, you know, I had a problem with that. I wasn't going to talk about it, but I had a problem with that. Because, see, let me tell you something. Um, I, I am more independent than people know. And if you've ever listened to this show, I do rage about Trump, and I do rage about Biden, and I rage about Pelosi, and I rage about these do-nothing Democrats and these do-nothing Republicans that have been in office for so long, and they do absolutely nothing for us, the people, but for some reason— for some reason, we can't get smart enough to not vote for them. So it bothered me. Um, because, number one, I do think police need to be checked. I do believe they need to be kept in check. I don't believe that every cop is a good cop. I don't believe that every cop is a bad cop. But when they're doing something nice for the community 
And these Russell police officers, they're so underpaid. They're so underpaid. I know what they make, but I'm not going to put it out there. But I've seen those comments where they were saying, oh, they target Hispanics that can't get driver's licenses. Well, the reason they can't, The reason they can't get driver's licenses is because, why? Oh, it's because they're in the country illegally. Well, then right there, they've broken a law. And, you know, I, I, the more I read these comments, the more the, 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 the redder in the face I got, the madder I got. Because it's like they were calling these police officers racist because they were simply doing their job. And they say, oh, they run their tag numbers, and they find out that their tag numbers are... You know, I think one of them said that they find out that the tag numbers are fake or whatever, you know, whatever. When you go out in public, I don't know if anybody realizes that or not. When you go out in public, police officers can run your tag anytime they want to because you have no expectation of privacy in, 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 out in public, on public roads, anywhere. There's no expectation of privacy. Anybody can film you at any time you're on public property. They can stand on public property and film your yard. There's nothing that you can do about it. Um, these people have no, you have no expectation of privacy when you're on public property. So when you're going down the road, they can run your tag number for anything. It's law. It's there. Um, do I like it? No, not really. But, you know, I don't have a problem with them running my tag number because I don't do anything illegal. I've got insurance. I've got driver. My driver's license is, you know, in date. Um, I, 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 I use my turn signals. I always, you know, I, I don't speed anymore. Um, yeah, it's just a way of life wherever you go. And, um, when I seen them calling these police officers racist, it bothered me because I know what these guys make. I know what those girls make. And they don't make a lot. And they were out on Christmas yesterday, and they were risking themselves because they could have pulled one car over, and someone would have shot them. And they would have been dead, and their family's Christmas would have been ruined. And for what? For what? I mean, j just being honest here, for what? Because we, we don't pay our police officers enough, especially in my city. We don't. Um, and I'm not a back-to-blue kind of person. I'm not one of those people that's, you know, saying that all cops are good cops. Or, you know, I'm not going to say all cops are bad cops. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible money. And you know, I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna tell you that all cops are good. I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you that they're all bad, because let me tell you something. I've had some run ins with some police officers and I don't really ever break the law. I try not to ever break the law. But I've had police officers come up and tell me that they were gonna throw me out of a place because, you know, somebody I, I mean, I was at a high school football game one time and somebody shot a bird. You know, they, they were shooting a bird at everybody. And I told the guy, I was like, yeah, shoot it again. I'll break your finger. And the police officer comes walking up to me and acting like I did something wrong. I wasn't the one that was doing the obscene gesture in public. But he didn't say anything to that kid because that kid was a teacher's kid. So they do. They Our police officers have problems. 
and we do need they do need to go under psychic evaluation uh, or, or psychiatry ver- evaluations they need to be i mean they they need mental health they need to be checked i agree with that because they're carrying a gun they're in public um at any time they could go rogue i understand it uh and uh you know these these people that were that that were calling these cops racist though these people that are driving without a driver's license number one are breaking the law being in the country illegally you've already broken the law you've already told us that you have no respect for us you've already told the united states that we have no respect for you and we have no respect for your laws now make us citizens uh, without us having to do anything the right way. And then the, the media plays this narrative. Oh, we're going to we're, we're, look at these families. How can we separate these families? And listen, I don't care if you're white or if you're black or if you're Hispanic in the country legally. If you go to jail, you're separated from your family. I mean, it's just the reality. I've got two kids at home, and I'm the only parent, but I'm going to go over here and beat my neighbor up. Well, neighbor calls cops. They come. They get you for assault. You're going to jail. Your kids are in the custody of the state. It's the way it works for for United States citizens. And, you know, I I do. I I, I try to, to look at it in a way that I'm not, you know, because I don't want to be one of those people that are labeled, uh, well, let's just, you know, th- th- there's some people that are out there that are, you know, insane when it comes to immigration. But um, I try to be, when, when when people start throwing the Bible at me, and, and then I say, you know, that well, they broke their laws, our laws, they should be deported back to their home country. If they want to come to our country, do it the right way because it disrespects the people who did come to our country the right way. And um, when I say that, people start automatically throwing the Bible at me. Well, I've got something in the Bible that nobody tries to, tries to even debate me on when it comes to immigration. When Moses was leaving the leading the children of Israel out of Egypt, he come to a kingdom. He told the he Moses told the king said. We'll pay for our water for all of our people. We'll pay for our food. We'll even pay for the water for our cattle. The king told him no. So Moses and the children of Israel went around that kingdom. They didn't go through that kingdom and say, you know what? We're going to do it anyway. They didn't do it. And the Bible never says that God destroyed the kingdom and destroyed the king and never punished them because uh, there, later on there was a man called Jesus who said to obey the laws of the land. So... If you want to look at it with constitutional glasses, but then you want to throw in the biblical lenses in them, you've got to you've got to you've got to look at it both ways. Constitutionally, they're wrong, and biblically, it's wrong. And you can't make your case based on your feelings, because our laws are not based on our feelings, and because we feel sorry for someone, that we should. You know, just say, you know what, okay, well, we're going to do this, and we're going to allow all these people to come in here. Because there are Americans every day that, that are killed by people who are in this country illegally that should not be here, that are gang members. And I know people that got on Donald Trump about it, 
but he was right when he said that, you know, people who do come to this country are sometimes not good people. And it's true. It's true. Some of them are great people. They're wonderful people. I have neighbors that are Hispanic. They're great people. They're hardworking, but they're in the country legally. Um, he takes care of his children. He helps me out. I help him out. You know, and I look at people like they're people. I look at people the way they treat me. And if they treat me like I want to be treated, I'm going to treat them like they want to be treated. And that's what I think we're losing in this world. I think it's, I think it's, they've got to the point where they want to make it not okay for you to want to be respected. And if you cannot do the simple gesture of respecting our laws and respecting who we are as a society and who we are as the American people, if you can't do that simple, that simple gesture of doing it the right way, then how can you ever ask the American people to respect you when you do it the wrong way? Because they never will. And, you know, the, these, the, these people who are calling these police officers racist, these police officers aren't racist, they're doing their jobs. And there's some of them that want to let some of those people go, and they don't want to tow that vehicle. And I know it because I would be one of them, because I would see children in the car, and I wouldn't, I, I, I would, it would break my heart to do it. But at the same time, they have a job to do. They have to uphold the law. And it's not the police officer's fault that some people break the law. It's not the police officer's fault that, you know, these people chose to do it the wrong way. So these police officers are not racist. They're not bigots, but not every one of them is good either. I'm not taking up for them. But they but they're people. And they were just they're just doing their job and they did something great for the community. And they should be applauded for it. They shouldn't be put down for it. And um, that was probably, you know, they, they, they are probably under stress every time they pull you over because they're thinking, God, I bet this guy thinks I'm a butt and he thinks I'm a goober head and, you know, all this stuff. And I don't want to be this way because, I, you know, eventually I'm going to have to take this badge off and I'm going to have to be a normal person when I go into Walmart. And, you know, I, I want people to like me because that's common that's human nature is to want to have interactions and friendly interactions with people. And, um, I don't think really nobody really likes conflict um, besides me. I mean, I'm an animal, so <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, um, these police officers are people and we've got to start looking at them that way. And we've got to, you know, it's okay to say that not every cop's good. We've got to come to that place, but it's okay to say not every cop's bad and when they do something like this for the community just because you think it's wrong that these people just can't come in here and do whatever they want to do just do whatever they want to do and have a utopian society where they can just rush our borders and do whatever they want to do and let's all have a free-for-all and let, let's invite everybody in and let's let you know, diseases run rampant because not people, some people aren't vaccinated against this, 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 and this. And let's just let everything go and, and let's have a lawless society. Just because you want a lawless society, the American people don't. The American people have a way of life and they have an expectation of life, of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that includes all of them. That includes the red Americans, the white Americans, the black Americans, uh, the brown Americans whatever color you can think of that includes us all.
And I think everyone just wants to be able to live a happy life. And I think that we do have a problem. I think we do have a ton of problems in our, in our society, but we're never going to fix them by sitting here saying you're racist and you're racist and you're stupid and you're stupid and you're crazy and you're crazy. We're never going to do anything by pointing the finger because the more we point the finger, the finger at each other, instead of pointing the finger at the people up top, that's that that's the way it's going to continue to be the same way it's always been. It's like here in town, we've got a county engineer. County engineer, uh, engineer makes a great payday, $169,000 a year. People got mad at the county engineer for taking the money. Somebody asked me the other day, are you mad at him for taking it? He's like, I can't believe, you know, he done that to us and took that money. I was like, man, he's smart. He's intelligent. Um, and when I explained it to him, you know, don't get mad at him for taking the money. Get mad at the people who gave him the money. Uh, because all he did was sit back and say, hey, this is what I want. And they gave it to him. So I don't get mad at, at, at people who take advantage of the system. I get mad at the people who let people take advantage of the system, the people who are empowered to change the system to where these people can't take advantage of the system. I'm not, I'm not even saying he's taking advantage of the system. I'm saying he's just smarter than they are. And that's what Trump, uh, that's what Trump said. It's just, I mean, it, you know, he, he told people that he ripped the system off for years. It's no secret. He pay, got away with paying as little taxes as he could because he was smarter than our politicians. And, you know, people get mad about that. They get tore up about that. And they, they can do whatever they want to do. Um, they, they can say, oh, it's Trump's fault. You know, it's not Trump's fault. It's our lawmakers' fault who have sat up there in Washington for all these years and let people take advantage of our system. It's their fault. It's just like when it comes to the county engineers. not the county engineers' fault for taking that money. It's the two idiots who voted for it. So what I'm getting at is we got to stop pointing the finger at each other and we got to start pointing the finger at the people who actually do it. Not the people who take from it. Not the people who gain from it. Because the people who gain from it, they're just smarter than the ones that let them do it. And maybe the ones that, you know, let them, maybe the ones that are smarter, we should start electing them to public offices. Maybe that's who we should start electing because if they're smart enough to beat the system, they're smart enough to fix the system. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, I just wanted to throw that out there uh, real quick for everybody because some people had asked me about that. And, you know, um, I, I, I know that these are troubling times and um, I, I really do. I know these are troubling times and a lot of people are scared. Um You've got the COVID vax out. People not wanting to take that because, you know, they're saying it's an mRNA vaccine. I've beat that horse. I've beat that dead horse till it's done stinking. I'm not going to get back into that again. It's an mRNA vaccine, and everybody knows it by now who's ever listened to my show. Um, there, there's people who are terrified to take it, and there's people who are terrified if they don't take it. But, you know, it's one of those deals. It's one of those things. And, um, you're going to have to make your own mind up and your own decision. You'll never hear me get down on anyone for not taking it. You will never hear me get down on anyone for taking it. Um, 
it's uh it's your decision and it's your right to take it or not and that's all we're ever going to say here all we're ever going to do see this is i'm different than mainstream media and let me explain to you why because i never tell you what to do i only bring you the facts and tell you to make up your own mind and that's that's the way that our media should be that's the way every media outlet should be is to just bring the facts and let the people make up their own mind so we've done pot great podcasts on the on the great reset anybody who's interested in that we've got great shows that have been out there um yeah anybody who's out there uh there's a couple uh, of shows eric um is in the chat right now for those people that are in the chat to um that that want to check those shows out those are great shows and um we are still looking to move over to the VOP USA Radio Network, January 1. Um, I think we will still be here on Podbean, too. I think I've made my mind up about that. But um, but for anybody who's listened to us and today and listened to us today and listened to us, you know, at all times, hey, we appreciate you so much for coming in. And uh, for those of you on recording, we appreciate you for downloading this episode and for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and uh, listen to me, really, and to just uh, I appreciate you for that download. And for everybody who came in the chat, I, I, I of course, appreciate you um, for coming in also. Um, but, you know. It's scary times we live in, ladies and gentlemen, and, and you know, it's just one of those deals that we're all just going to, but we're going to survive. Hey, it's like that old song. I will survive. I will survive. We're going to survive because we've, that's all we've ever done as, as an American, as the American people, we've survived. They said we wouldn't survive when we went for our independence. We did and we won our independence. They said we would never survive the Civil War. We did, and we came out as a better country. They said we would never survive World War I. We did, and we came out as a world power. They said we would never survive World War II. We did, and we cemented ourselves as the top world power. They said we would never survive the Korean War. We did, and we're still a world power. They said we would never survive the race problems and the problems with race relations we had in the 1960s, we did, and now we're a better people. Yeah, we survived the Great Depression as well. They said we would never survive the lines that were told in Vietnam, and we did, and we came out as better people. They said that, you know, after Kennedy, going prior to Vietnam, after Kennedy was killed, they said that the American people will never wake up. We did. They said that after man look at him he's in the chat he knows what i'm about to say before i say it they they said that we would never survive 9-11 and that the american system would crumble and fall it didn't we survived and they said that we would never survive eight years of Barack Obama. no i'm just kidding they said that we would they say that we will never be the same again after covid19 and we will because we are Americans and we know how to survive. So ladies and gentlemen, listen, that's right. God is in control. 
hey, everybody who came in here today, I want to thank you again, everybody who listened. I just want to thank you for downloading our episodes. Um, We're about to wrap this thing up. And um, I just want to thank everybody one more time for coming in. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Cummings is Culture, Twitter, Cummings Culture, TikTok, Cummings Culture. We're viral over on TikTok. So um, before we get out of here today, um, I just want to, you know, let everybody know that Cummings is Culture will be back regularly. I can't say it. Forget it. We will be back on a regular schedule um, starting today from now on so um we're it unless something else happens today you won't hear from me anymore today you'll hear from me tomorrow um potentially tomorrow uh, but you will hear from me monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday so i'll be back um but hey everybody have a great day i hope you had a merry christmas and you know like Eric said in the chat, God's in control and America is going to survive because it's not controversial. It's just culture.